the things that bring us closer to Jannah. And the believing in Jannah and the believing in hellfire is part of the belief of the Muslim. If anybody denies the existence of Jannah and the existence of hellfire, they are disbelievers. This is part of believing in the unseen that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has believed in. Although that we don't see them, that we believe in them because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has informed us in his book about the existence of both of them. And his prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has informed us about the existence of both of them. And we found numerous verses in the Quran and a plenty of hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam which is he tell us about the description of both of them in detail and the dwellers of them, both of them. So it is a reality and it is enough to believe in both of them and it is the duty of every Muslim, male and female, to struggle towards achieving Jannah and escaping hellfire. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has told us in Surah Al-Tahreem, verse number 6, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu, qu anfusakum wa ahlikum nara, wa quduhan nasu wal hijara, alayha malaikatun ghilatun shidat, ma ya'atun Allah ma amarahum, wa yaf'alun ma yumarun, which is the meaning is, who oh, you believe, save yourself as well as your family from fire, which is the fuel of it. It's men and stone upon it, i.e. guarding this fire angel who are mighty, harsh, never this today, Allah. And they do whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands them. So in this verse, we see the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by warning us against hellfire. That Allah is commanding us to save ourselves as well as our families from hellfire. It is the obligation of every Muslim to struggle hard to avoid hellfire and also it is the obligation of every Muslim to warn his family against against hellfire and from the description of this fire Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us about the fuel of it which are men as well as stone. Allah al-Afiyah, may Allah protect us all. And also that this fire is guarded by angels. They show this severe and mighty. That means there is no space. And these angels, they do whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded. In Surah Al-Furqan, 
verse number 65, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned about Ibadur Rahman, those people who had mentioned yesterday in Khutbah al-Jum'ah, the slave servants of the most everything. Among the description of those people, وَالَّذِينَ يَقُولُونَ رَبَّنَا اصْرِفْ عَنَّا عَذَابَ جَهَنَّمِ إِنَّ عَذَابَهَا كَانَ غَرَامًا إِنَّهَا سَاءَتْ مُسْتَقَرًّا وَمُقَامًا Those who invoke Allah and say, Oh Allah, Turn away from us the punishment of hellfire. Indeed, the punishment of hellfire is so serious and severe. And the pain of in hellfire is so serious. So the dua of the believer, the dua of Ibad al-Rahman, is to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect them from hellfire and turn away from them the severe punishment of hellfire. And Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu and Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam kana yuallimuhum haza dua kama yuallimuhum surata min al-Quran قولوا اللهم إني أعوذ بك من عذاب جهنم وأعوذ بك من عذاب القبر وأعوذ بك من فتنة المسيح الدجال وأعوذ بك من فتنة المحيا والممات ثم تعودني الله بجليس مذهم إن فرم أقضى الضفافت أو الله صلى الله عليه وسلم used to teach them this dua this publication the same way he used to teach them his chapter from the Quran. This dua for the person to say before he end his prayer. After he say your tahiyyat, tashahud, before he taslim out from your prayer, you supplicate Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you ask him, Oh Allah, I seek refuge in thee from the punishment of the fire, the punishment of hellfire, Jahannam. And I seek refuge in thee from the torment of the grave. And I seek refuge in thee from the trial of the Dajjal, Al-Masih Al-Dajjal. And I seek refuge in thee from the temptation of the life and death. So this is one of the things that we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us. To protect us from it is the punishment of hellfire. And from the dua of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that which he used to say it a lot, Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fi al-akhirati hasana وَقِنَا عَذَابَ النَّارِ O Allah, grant us the good of this life, 
and the God of the hereafter and protect us from the punishment of hell. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is warning us against the fire. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala telling us that one of the means that the people will dwell in hell fire, their disobedience to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As he saying, يَوْمَ تُقَلَّبُ وُجُوهُهُمْ فِي النَّارِ يَقُولُونَ يَا لَيْتَنَا أَطَعْنَ اللَّهَ وَأَطَعْنَ الرَّسُولَ Surah Al-Ahzab, verse number 66. In that day, when the faces of those people, the dwellers of hellfire, will be turning in the fire, and they will say, Woe to us! We wish that we had obeyed the Prophet. We wish we had obeyed Allah and the Prophet of Allah. So as a result of disobedience to Allah and disobedience to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi they would dwell in hellfire and their faces will be turning right and left. And they will remember their disobedience to Allah and they will remember their disobedience to the Prophet وسلم, and they will say, Woe to us, we wish that we did better by obeying Allah and His Messenger. And one of the atonement of the hellfire, as Allah said in Surah Al-Qamar, verse number 48, يَوْمَ يُسْحَبُونَ فِي النَّارِ عَلَى وُجُوهِهِمْ in the day will be dragging in their face and it will be said to them face the punishment of Taqar which is one of the places in hellfire we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us all from this the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam telling us about one of the means to save ourselves from the torment of the fire, he saying in the hadith, which he reported by Adi ibn Hatim, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, ittaqu al-nar, walaw bishiq tamra, aw kama qala sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Prophet of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saying, in the hadith which in the collection of Imam al-Bukhari rahmatullahi alayhi save yourself make a shield between you and the fire even by a, by a half of day found a good deed found a good deed to become a protection between you and the fire if it's nothing but a half of this, do so. By giving it charity, giving the Sabirillah, that charity will be a means of a shelter, will be a means of protection for you from hellfire. And if you're so poor, you do not have anything to get, not even the price of a half day, at least a good word. At least a good word. The good word like saying, subhanallah, alhamdulillah, 
لا اله الا الله this will be a reward for you and will be a means of protection for you from hellfire the seriousness of hellfire and to show you that real fire is the reality the hadith ibn ibn mas'ud radiyallahu anhuma ان رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال يؤذى بالنار يوم القيامة لا سبعون ألف زمام مع كل زمام سبعون ألف ملك يجرونها in the collection of الإمام مسلم رحمة الله عليه narrated by ابن مسعود may Allah be pleased with him the prophet of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم saying Hellfire will be brought in the day of a judgment, guided or dragged by 70,000 ropes or a chain. With every rope or every chain, 70,000 angels. SubhanAllah. This shows you how serious and how great hellfire led by his 70,000 of a chain dragging it. By each chain is dragged by 70,000 angels. SubhanAllah. How serious and how bad place it is. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us in Surah Al-Hajr, verse number 44, لها سبعة أبواب لكل باب منهم قسم جزء مقتوم بالتلفار has seven gates and as it came in the hadith which is a collection of الإمام أحمد وسنتكيتد بالشيخ الألباني رحمة الله عليه تلن أص الجنة لها ثمانية أبواب والنار لها سبعة أبواب جنة has seven gates and hellfire has seven gates الله سبحانه وتعالى telling us about the heat of hellfire and Allah say فأنظرتكم نارا تلصى لا يطلها إلا الأشقى Surah Al-Layl, verse number 14, I warn you a fire which cutting each other, cutting itself, burning, blazing, serious from the anger, none will enter it except the misfortune person. Abu Hurairah, may Allah be pleased with him, telling us, the Prophet of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saying, نَارُكُمْ هَذِهِ مَا يُقَدُ بَنُوا آدَمْ جُزْءٌ وَاحِدٌ مِنْ سَبْعِينَ جُزْءًا مِنْ نَارِ جَهَنَّمْ The power that you using in this dunya, the power which you kindle to cook, to warm your houses, nothing but one person out of 70 portions of hellfire. SubhanAllah. The fire that we're using in this dunya, the heat and the severe 
heat of this fire compared to the real fire in the day of judgment is only one out of seventy. The companion says, oh, by Allah, one portion was sufficient. The Prophet said that the hellfire exceeds in severe, in burning, in heat, in everything, 69 more than what you use in each portion equal to this fire that we are experiencing in this life. There is no way that we can even imagine how serious is hellfire. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us. Listen to this hadith. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created and say created al-Jannah wal-Nar because both of them are the creation of Allah and Allah created hellfire for the punishment and created Jannah for the reward. So when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created al-Jannah wal-Nar arkala Jibreel ila al-Jannah faqalan zur idayha Allah sent Jibreel to Jannah and said go and look and observe Jannah and what I had to repair in Jannah for the dweller of it. So Jibreel alayhi salam, the angel Jibreel went and he looked and he observed what Allah had to repair for the believer. He came back and said, Oh Allah, I swear by your honor, no one will hear about Jannah except he will enter Jannah. After this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has surrounded Jannah with al-makari, with hardship, with disliking, things that you dislike. And after this, he told Jibreel, go and look and observe now. When Jibreel went and saw it, he said, oh Allah, by your honor, I'm scared that no one will enter Jannah. When he looked to Jannah before, he said, oh, it's beautiful, it's good, it's so nice. Anybody hear about Jannah, everybody will go to Jannah. But after this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He put the hardship, the things that we dislike, the temptation, the traveling, became surrounding like a field. The road in Jannah. And after this, he said to Jibreel, go and look to it now. So Jibreel, alayhi salam, he found that the way to Jannah is through going through this hardship and this difficulty. Waking up early in the morning, praying pleasure before sunrise. Giving from the money that you work hard to earn. He gives you the deal in to control your anger, to be patient, all these things to stay away from the haram. So he found all the things that a human being dislikes, all this hardship, you have to cross this valley before you reach it to Jannah. He say, oh Allah, I'm scared that no one will be able to enter Jannah. 
So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to him, go and look and observe fire. And what I have prepared for the dweller of the fire, the inmate of fire, he went and he saw it. So, and hellfire was fighting each other. Was too much anger between the fire and itself, cutting each other. And he said, Oh Allah, by your honor, no one will hear about fire and will enter it. Look so bad, so horrible. Who will hear about fire and will go to fire? After this, Allah surrounded fire with desire. Things which is the nafs, the temptation, women's drugs, alcohol, feeling, love. All kind of things that human being by his nature will love. And after this Allah said, go and observe the fire again. When Jibreel went and looked at it, he said, Oh Allah, I'm scared that no one will be able to be saved from hellfire. Everybody will be rushing from all this temptation. One this and one that, we want this and relax and Women and men, boyfriend, girlfriend, easy money, drugs and usury and haram and this. Because this is the way and the means to help us with all this temptation. So, this is the way to help us. And person has to struggle and to control their anger and to control their Desires and their love to be saved from hellfire. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala telling us that hellfire is so deep and the dwellers of the lowest of all of it are the munafiqoon, the hypocrites, as he stated in Surah Al-Nisa. Verse 145, Indeed, the hypocrites are in the lowest of all places of hellfire. Abu Hurairah, may Allah be pleased with him, narrated, One day we were sitting in the company of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and we heard a noise. The Prophet of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, أَتَدْرُونَ مَا هَذَا Do you know what this noise that you just heard? قُلْنَا اللَّهُ وَرَسُولُهُ أَعْلَمُ We said Allah and his messenger knows this. He said, هَذَا حَجَرٌ أَرْسَلَهُ اللَّهُ فِي جَهَنَّمْ مُنْذُ سَبْعِينَ خَرِيفًا فَالْآنْ the Prophet said to the companions, Do you know what this noise that you just heard? They said, Allah and his messenger knows this. He said, This is a rock which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent to hellfire 70 years ago. And just now, when you heard this noise, just now, land down. 70,000 years 
Subhanallah, can you imagine how deep is hell fire? How deep is hell fire? For 70,000 years, this map, it took 70,000 years to reach the bottom of hell fire. This shows you how deep it is. Subhanallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying about the people in the day of judgment and especially about those who receive their book with the left hand as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in surah al-haqqah the reality وَأَمَّا مَنْ أُوْتِيَ كِتَابَهُ بِشِمَالِهِ فيقول يا ليتني لم اوت كتابي ولم ادر ما حسابي يا ليتها كانت القاضيه ما اغنى عني ماليا هلك عني سلطانيا خذيه فغله ثم الجحيم طموه ثم في سلسلة ذرعها سبعون ذراعا فاسلكوه As for the one who received his book with his left hand He will say way to me I wish I never received my book I wish that this was my end. I wish I didn't get to know about my account. I wish that this was my end when I died and been buried in the grave, that this was my end. I never been resurrected again. Indeed, my property, it didn't prevail from the punishment of Allah. And my authority and my position didn't help me. And after this, Allah will command the angel, take him and tie him, handcuff him, and send him to hellfire. And in a chain, which is the length of a 70 arm case, tie him and drag him with this chain, 70 arm and put him in the hill to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala his protection. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us about the drink of the people of Hilfar. Anid, 
every transgressor person, a person who rejects the truth, rejects the verses of Allah, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that hellfire is waiting on him, and he will be drinking a rusty boiling water, and he will be drinking it, and there is no taste for him. And this will be coming for him from every angle, but he is not going to be dying. That this water is a water, dirty, salty water, and is not going to be helping him, causing him to die because of the severe punishment of this boiling water. But although this is surrounding him from every angle, but he's not going to die. And a severe punishment more than this waiting on him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in many, many verses in the Quran tells us about the punishment of the people of hellfire and the food of the people of hellfire. He said, in Surah Al-Dukhan, the smoke, verse number 43 to 46, about the food of the people of hellfire is from the tree of Al-Zakum, Ta'am Al-Azim, and Sitka Al-Muhl, burning in their stomach, Qaghali Al-Hameen, we ask Allah his protection. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam explaining to us about this Al-Zakum, that لو أن قطرة من الزقوم only one drop from الزقوم fall in this دنيا will spoil every living thing of the dunya the people could not benefit from vegetation, from fruit, from meat, from fruit, anything one drop, only one drop of الزقوم والعياذ بالله Allah send it on this دنيا will spoil our livelihood. So can you imagine the ones that their food will be as the comb itself. He will be fed from this tree, wal'iyadu billah. The bodies of the people of hellfire will be changing As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says that the birth of al-kafir misli uhud, the molar, the bad teeth of the kafir, will be as big as the mountain of uhud. The molar, one tooth, the bad teeth of the kafir will be so big as much as the mountain of uhud. And the thickness of his skin will be the walking distance or the traveling distance of three. As it came in other narrations that the skin of the kafir will be 42 zira'ar length. 
and the molar of the camp will be as big as the mountain of Uhud. And the sitting place, when like a person sits in a seat, will be as big as the distance between Mecca and Medina. SubhanAllah. عن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال ما بين منكبي الكافر في النار مسيرة ثلاثة أيام للراكب المسرع This is the collection of Imam Ibn Majah رحمه الله عليه حديث reported by Abu Hurairah that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says the distance between the two shoulders of the kafir in hellfire as big as traveling distance of three nights. The distance between the two shoulders of the kafir, the person in hellfire, as a person who's traveling, see how far a fast traveler will cut a distance of three nights. If this is hellfire, and if this is the skin of the people who dwelling in hellfire, especially the kuffar, the severe punishment of hellfire. In this big of how serious it is, let me tell you about the least person, the lowest person that suffering in hellfire. This hadith reported by Al-Uhman ibn Bashir in Al-Fatihah. I heard Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say, In the
عن انس رضي الله عنه عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال يؤتى بانعم اهل الدنيا من اهل النار فيصبغ في النار صبغه واحده صبغه ثم يقال له يا ابن ادم هل رايت خيرا قط؟ هل مر بك نعيم قط؟ فيقول لا والله يا رب ذكرت صلى الله عليه وسلم السين بسلسل اوزيت دنيا سلسل اوف ذا بيبل اوف ذيس دنيا of your nation, of your descendants, of 
their happiness will be more, they will be more happier, happier than they used to be before because they know that they will enjoy this life and this goodness forever and the people of their power, their sadness will be increased in addition to their sadness that they already have because they understand in this moment that no careful thing, neither there is no this after this moment. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us all from hellfire that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shelter us from hellfire for Allah our bodies so weak to test your punishment so we ask you with your mercy and that you be kind to us all and that you save us and that you forgive us for our sins and that you keep us the distance away from hell fire. And inshallah with this will start here because the talk is supposed to be about expression of Hellfire and paradise. So before we close, we can talk a little bit also about Jannah. And we ask Allah to make us from the dwellers of Jannah and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us the ability that we work towards this Jannah, which is the promised place for those people who believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and those people who have avoided the shirk and that this will be the promise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for these people who destroy his mercy on sin. Not because our deeds is sufficient for us to deserve Jannah but because the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam informed
nothing in this life from what in the Jannah except the name. So the honey share the name, but it's not the same honey. It's not the same quality. It's not the same purity. But nothing in this dunya, what you hear in Jannah, except the sharing name only. So you hear Asal, and also there in Jannah will be Asal, but it's big different, as much as the difference and the distance between the earth and the heaven. Only name. You will hear about Khamr, wine, mail, all these things. It's nothing but name. But when you see what in Jannah, as Rasulullah no eye has seen before. Never, never anything that you experience in this life. Prophet of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam telling us the distance of one of you in Jannah which equals to your your whip or your arrow. Okay, and this what you own is is in this life. If you have equal distance in Jannah, is much, much better than what the sun had risen above. You see when the sun rises, it cover what? The whole earth. The little bit share that you own in Jannah, the little bit that you share and that you possess in Jannah is much, much better than all this dunya. Can you imagine the people, they will have houses. Houses, not a only a distance of laying down your, your stake or your webbing. Look, when you lay down your webbing on the ground, how much your webbing will cover from the air. The, what you own in Jannah, equal to this space, is much better than what the sun has risen over. Sahla ibn Sa'ad, may Allah be pleased with him, telling us, Jannah, from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, saying, Jannah has eight gates. One of them called Arrayan, especially for those who used to fast. A special gate for the people who observe the fasting called Arrayan. If you want to know how great Jannah, listen to Hadith Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which is the collection of Imam al-Bukhari and Imam Muslim, rahmatullahi alayhima. He says, إن في الجنة مائة درجة ما بين كل درجين درجتين كما بين السماء والأرض. Indeed, in Jannah, there is a hundred rank, hundred level, and between each level and the next level. As much as the distance between the earth and the sky. Subhanallah. Can you imagine the distance between the earth 
and the sky, this is equal to the distance between each level and the next level in Jannah. But how many levels? He said, 100 levels. This is not the whole Jannah, but this is only what Allah has prepared for those who strive in the fold of Allah. So you could not, Allah still see Jannah in a high Jannah. And this is only some of what in the Jannah. Can you imagine how Jannah itself? It says that the people of Jannah will be looking to each other in their dwelling places, like one of us here in the earth, in the earth looking to see the stars in the sky. Subhanallah. So this is the distance, like between a neighbor and another neighbor in Jannah. Subhanallah. Look how far is the stars from us. And how pretty and lighting they are. So when we see the dwellers of Jannah, you see your neighbor there, like the distance between us and this star and how bright and how good is the star. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in many verses told us about the food of the people of Jannah and the drinks of the people of Jannah. And one of them, as example, Surah Al-Ghashiyah, which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala telling us about some of these good things. But inshallah, I will encourage all of you that when you go home, that you go over some of these verses and read it for yourself. And let this as a dumbbell look to one of them, inshallah. They Oh, yeah. 
جارية جر ولدي إيراني بين فيها سرور مرفوعة جر ولدي ترونز بريز هاي وأبواب موضوعة and cups it at him ونمارق مصفوفة and cushions sit in وزرابي مبتوتة and rich carpet all straight out this is only some of the description that Allah سبحانه وتعالى telling us about Jannah The Prophet of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saying يأكل أهل الجنة ويشربون ويتمخطون ولا يتغوطون فعامهم ذلك جزاء كريح اللس يلهمون التسبيح والتكبير كما تلهمون النفك In the collection of Imam Muslim rahmatullahi alayhi saying The people of Jannah, they will eat and they will drink. But they did not use the bathroom. But will be Yusha, the fire, like sweating. But their sweat will be like the smell of the mud. You know, you see like a person after he eats, he has to release himself and go to the bathroom. But for the people of Jannah, none of this. No anything bad coming out of them. And this will come as a result of eating and drinking. This will come in a form of sweating. But even the sweat is different. It's going to be like the smell of the mud. SubhanAllah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us also about the bowl and the silk the people of Jannah will be wearing and how they're going to be young. All the things that it will take a whole lecture to describe things about the things. But inshallah with you more a hadith that from the book of Riyadh al-Salihin, that inshallah I will encourage all of you that you can refer to it and look to it inshallah. In Surah Al-Hijr, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, إِنَّ الْمُتَّقِينَ فِي جَنَّاتٍ وَعُيُونَ أُدْخُلُوهَا بِسَلَامٍ آمِنِينَ وَنَزَعْنَا مَا فِي صُدُورِهِمْ مِنْ غِلْءِ إِخْوَانًا عَلَى سُرُرٍ مُتَقَابِلِينَ لَا يَمَسُّهُ فِيهَا نَصَبٌ وَمَا هُمْ مِنْهَا بِمُخْرَجِينَ Indeed, the righteous one will be in Jannah. In Jannat, not only one Jannah, you have Jannat al-Naeem, you have Jannat al-Kurdaus, you have Jannat al many, many, many Jannah, okay? And bring, enter it in peace and sing 
in film quality. And one important thing I'm not saying what, and we snatch and pick out whatever in their chest from what? Jealous and envy. All these bad things, huh? Oh, you see somebody have more than you, now you start have envy and jealous. Huh? Or he says this to me, or I, I assume he was talking about me. Allah will take from the believer's heart all this, the shaitanic thing. As a result of this, you will be sitting cross from each other as brothers on high cushions and bed. Now there is no animosity, no bad feeling like brothers. They will be like brothers. No tiredness, no fatigue. Neither they will be turning away from Jannah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Zukhruf Allah says يا عبادي لا خوف عليكم اليوم ولا أنتم تحزنون الذين آمنوا بآياتنا وكانوا مسلمين ادخلوا الجنة أنتم وأزواجكم تحبرون يطاف عليهم بصحاف من ذاب وأكواب وأكواب وفيها ما تشتهي الأنفس وتلذ الأعين وأنتم فيها خالدون وتلك الجنة التي أورثتموها بما كنتم تعملون لكم فيها فاكهة كثيرة منها تأكلون Oh my slave servant no fear for you no sadness for you today those who used to believe in our verses and submitting themselves to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his order. Enter Jannah, you and your wives in pleasure. And they will be served in cups and dishes from gold. And in it, whatever their souls desire and whatever coolness for their eyes. And you'll be there forever. Indeed, this is the Jannah which you are inherited as a result of what you used to do in good deeds while you were alive before. In it will be a lot of food to you and promise you will be easy. The Prophet has told us about the most unfortunate person of this dunya. Allah has destined him to be from the dwellers of Jannah. The worst person who is living in this life. Sickness, poverty, name it, everything. But Allah has decreed for him to be from the dwellers of Jannah. In the day of judgment, 
Allah will bring him and will bid him one time in Jannah. Only one day. In this dunya, he used to be sick, no money, no children, no wife, no cars, no, 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 no anything. Can you imagine who the person can be? The, he's almost zero in everything. Suffering everything. But in the day of the judgment, Allah has distanced this person to be from the dwellers of Jannah. So Allah will take him and he will dip him one time in Jannah. And after this, Allah will say to him, Abdi, Oh my slave, did you ever see any misfortune in your life? He will say, no Allah, I never saw anything bad in my life. Subhanallah. If one dip in paradise, we erase all these bad memories of 40, 50, 60 years, whatever. Can you imagine we living there for a year or 10 years? Can you imagine we living there forever? Subhanallah. May Allah give it to us, inshallah. Alright, inshallah, we close with this hadith, which is the highest of all pleasure. Hadith which he reported in the collection of Imam Muslim, Rahmatullah alayhi, reported by Suhaib, may Allah be pleased with him. And the Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam aqal, إِذَا دَخَلَ أَهْلُ الْجَنَّةِ الْجَنَّةِ فَقُولُ اللَّهُ تَبَارَكَ وَتَعَالَى تُرِيدُونَ شَيْئًا أَزِيدُكُمْ فَيَقُولُونَ أَلَمْ تُبَيِّضْ وُجُوهَنَا أَلَمْ تُدْخِلْنَا الْجَنَّةِ وَتُنَجِّنَا مِنَ النَّارِ فيكشف الحجاب فما أعطوا شيئا أحب إليهم من النظر إلى ربهم After the people of Jannah enter Jannah Allah the Almighty will say Do you want anything else for me to give you? Anything else I can give you increase your, your pleasure? They say oh Allah You are biting our faces. You allow us to enter Jannah. You have saved us from hellfire. What else can be? After all this, what else can be to increase our pleasure? Upon that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He will remove the veil that between Him And the people, so the people never been given anything good, more dearer and more better for them than looking to the face of Almighty Allah. Allah. Oh Allah give us the pleasure of looking at you in the Jannah. Ameen. Oh Allah don't make us from those people that you turn them away from such Blessings and such favor. Ameen. Wa akhir da'wana. And alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows it.